and then I kind of looked at my spreadsheet and I was like oh yeah we can do this this hike it's nice. so good overnight um yeah we drove down on the Friday night um stayed the night in Stratford um on Friday night started early oh, on awesome. the Saturday um and yeah. did the circuit in two days and we totally lucked out we were able to see the mountain the whole time um, that's amazing thing so it's, I think it's definitely a weather-dependent hike. It's much better when you can see Absolutely. the mountain the whole time. Yeah, and Taranaki is known for being quite a shy mountain. Yep, so. yep very touchy. <laughs> this is Aotearoa Adventures with your host, Abigail Hanna, the podcast for everything you need to know to travel New Zealand. I talk to photographers, van lifers, moms, students, and everyday Kiwis to hear their inspiring stories from past adventures and to share helpful tips and tricks for your travels. Whether you're visiting Aotearoa for the first time and live on the road, or you work a 9 to 5 and have lived in New Zealand your whole life, you're guaranteed to learn something to plan your next getaway and get a new excitement to explore more of this beautiful country I call home. So grab your hiking boots, hop in the car, and turn up the volume. Kia ora, Christina. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's really, really cool to meet you virtually. Um, do you want to give us a little introduction? Tell us about yourself. I'd love to. Thanks so much for inviting me um, onto your podcast. So exciting that you're kicking this off. Um, my name is Christina Montgomery. Um, so I'm a outdoor enthusiast, I guess, based in Auckland. Um, I do a little bit of photography on the side as well, um, but I'm really into hiking and just exploring New Zealand. I um, absolutely yeah. love that. Outdoor enthusiast, that's the word you used, <laughs> didn't you? Sounds yeah. sounds amazing. And honestly, like having a look at your Instagram feed, it really shows. <laughs> um, all the hiking inspiration is is on your page and I love I love seeing what you get up to. Um, I always like to ask people how their sort of travel started. So because I think um how we travel as kids really impacts how we travel as adults. So were you always into hiking? Was this something that you did like as a kid with your family? How did, how did things start? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I love that you asked that because it, it made me kind of think back into like how, how did yeah. it all start? Um, I definitely did a lot of traveling as a kid. So I was born in Switzerland. Um, I've still got family over there and we used to like travel back pretty much every second year. I was really lucky. My grandma used to um, like either pay for my flight to go over or come and visit us. Um, so we did a, a lot of traveling, but it was mainly always to the same um, place. So we'd either go to Switzerland yeah. um, or the nearby regions, Germany, Austria, um, etc. But um, yeah, did a lot of that. I've also got family over in the States. So we used to travel to California all the time. Um, so yeah, I was really lucky to do that growing up. Um, but because we had family in those like locations, um, we kept going back to the same place all the time, but obviously like we'd have our family would come back and visit us in New Zealand as well. And, um, my family used to always take them around, um, on hikes or walks and things. We used to hit up all the tourist spots, um, in Taupo in Auckland, um, all over the North Island really, um, and yeah, that kind of, I guess that kind of started it all. Um, cause I, as a, as a kid, I got really into taking photos of all these cool spots and things, posting them on yeah. Facebook as you do and things. Um, but I didn't really get into hiking until after university. Um, 
probably my last year of university had a friend who was super into the outdoors like her family's super outdoorsy they, they, they do marathons and things like that um and she was like oh you know I've got this weekend off I'm planning to go do the pinnacles um in the Coromandel mm-hmm. um and she was like oh do you want to come you know um, and I was like, yeah, sure. I've never done an overnight hike or anything. Um, yeah. So I went along and did that and I absolutely loved it. Like it was the best experience ever. That's and I've amazing. kind of been addicted. So that was probably about like, five or six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've been totally addicted to hiking since then. So <laughs> that is so cool. That was kind it's... of a long backstory, but that's, yeah. No, <laughs> I think that's really interesting that um, you got to see both a mix of overseas and New Zealand because you were either visiting family there or they were visiting you here. So I think that's a really cool perspective to have as well because I feel like a lot of people don't actually explore New Zealand all that much mm-hmm. um, and don't realise all the stunning stuff we've got here. Um, but, yeah, I guess having family come over, it gives you a reason to go out and it gives you a reason to sort of share yeah. share New yeah, Zealand with them. it's definitely so easy to take it for granted when you've grown up here Absolutely. and you're just kind of used to, like, Everyone, everyone talks about New Zealand and how many beautiful places there are to visit. But growing up here, honestly, I had I never went to the South Island until I was like twenty four. <laughs> oh, same. That, that I remember. I mean, I, my parents took me yeah. when I was a kid, but like not that I personally wanted to go. Well, we did our um, first trip two years ago as well. So, oh, cool. I think I saw your stories. They look <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know it's uh, amazing how many people I talk to, and they're like they've grown up here and haven't haven't actually yeah. travelled to the South Island or travelled around. And um, yeah, that's. Well, yeah, I hope that it. by sharing these travel stories, we can encourage a couple more people to get out there and see what we've got in our backyard. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I think this is an awesome idea. So cool. Um, so you said that you started or you did that Pinnacles hike in your last year of uni. Did you do much more travel while you were still in uni or was it? did it sort of evolve while you started working as well? Yeah, it was more once I'd finished because um, mm-hmm. I was um, super nerdy. <laughs> yeah. So I – yeah, no, so I didn't I didn't do a whole lot more that year. Um, but once I got a job, I kind of started looking into like, hey, I've got all these free weekends. I've got all this free time now. That's um, awesome. What can I do? And I think we did the Tongariro Crossing next. Um, yeah. It was funny because we planned it. We did it on Christmas Eve um, and it was raining. It was miserable. We couldn't uh. see anything. <laughs> Um, and it was actually, I actually really enjoyed it. I've got so many good memories from that trip, but my, my, um, husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, um, he did it. And he's like, every time he talks about it, he's like, that was the worst trip ever. Like, <laughs> for like eight hours, couldn't see a thing. No idea what I was looking at. I was drenched. And I'm like, yeah, but it was so much fun. Like, <laughs> I got uh, a couple so of classes looking like drowned rats. And I, I look back, I, we've got completely dis- different perspectives when we look at it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, I think that is so true that you can both have the same experience but have a totally different perspective on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you do for work now and how, how do your weekend adventures sort of fit around that? Have you mastered taking off your annual leave at the right times and taking advantage of long weekends or is your work a bit more flexible? Yeah, so I'm I'm really lucky. Um, currently I work as a product manager for a tech company. Um, awesome. It's all remote work. Um, so I've got quite a bit of flexibility, um, so I can kind of work from home all the time, full time now since COVID, um, which makes it a little bit easier to kind of take times off. I think I've mastered the art of annual leave. Well, I'm slowly mastering the art of annual leave and I I try to take like 
long weekends with my annual leave. So I'll take a Friday off yeah. every now and then. Um, and it kind of splits it out during the year. So I feel like I've got more time off rather than taking a big chunk um, mm. and doing a whole trip. Because what I also find is like, um, because I've got a little bit of flexibility, I can also kind of plan in advance for the weather a little bit. Um, yeah. And in the past, when I've taken like two weeks off, invariably it will be raining the whole time and I'll get like yeah. two hikes in or something. That's um, really rough. Yeah, so for me it kind of works, yeah. <laughs> no, that's um, so good. I definitely yeah. need all the tips I can get on how to how to have enough energy when the weekend comes around as well because I just started yeah. a full-time job at the start of this year and honestly it's exhausting. Like I just I just had a weekend away and now I need another like couple of days to recover from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can definitely understand that. Um, I think especially when you're starting out because it's all new and it can be quite exhausting. I feel like I've been in this role for about four years now um, and I yeah. feel like I'm getting to a point where it's kind of um, – it's a bit more routine. I actually mm. look forward to like the time off. And even though like <laughs> I would never get up, I would never get up in the middle of the night or like before sunrise to start working. But as soon as I've got a hike planned, I'm like, yep, I'm going to get up at 3 a.m. I'm going to do a sunrise hike. I'm like not going to get any sleep at all this weekend. Um, but just the idea of like planning that in advance gets yeah. me so motivated that I seem to be okay. <laughs> That's awesome. You mentioned planning, planning in advance. Do you are you a planner when it comes to your trips, or are they a bit more spontaneous? Absolutely a planner. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does what does that yeah. look like for you? Down to the minute, or do you write it all down in an itinerary? So, um, yeah, I mentioned I was a little bit nerdy. I've got a whole spreadsheet where I kind of, I've got a list of all my um, New Zealand hikes that I'd like to do. And then every time I plan another one, I kind of open a new tab on the spreadsheet That's <laughs> and like write down everything about it. Um, but yeah. I think for me, it's kind of, it's kind of therapeutic because I get almost as much enjoyment about, um, out of like planning a hike as I do doing the hike not quite as much but it definitely <laughs> like gets me motivated so like you know I'll be after work I'll just be sitting there on my computer planning out a trip um I like to I like to like look every, if I'm doing a hike or just a weekend away or something um like Taranaki or whatever um I'll look at all the dock websites I'll look yeah. at like the huts will stay out how long it's going to take how long the drive is going to be um uh, what the weather's going to look like um and I just kind of write that all down. That's amazing. Um, my my favorite thing to do is like hop on Instagram, type in the location, have a look at everybody else's photos, look at yeah. where the sun's going to be, um, go on Google Earth, have a look. Um, yeah, I love love planning stuff out. It's so much fun. That's amazing. <laughs> I actually never thought about um, looking at other people's photos to see where the sun is. That's a tip that I'm definitely going to use. It's actually so handy. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes, you know, they, they won't say if they've gone for sunrise or sunset. Um, yeah. But often they will mention that. So mm -hmm. it's quite handy to know. And um, also like the time of year because the sun yeah, rises absolutely. and sets at a different point. And I've been caught out by it in the past because I'll go up and I have a perfect shot planned. Um, yeah. It'll be the wrong season and the sun's in a completely different spot. Oh, no. So it does kind of so help to go and have a look yeah. at other people's photos. <laughs> Well, that's absolutely not the way that I travel. Just this weekend, <laughs> we were supposed to do this track, and I was with a girlfriend, and she was like, "Oh, do you know how long it's supposed to take?" I was like, "I have no idea. I think like half a day." <laughs> 
or something. And then um, I popped in Google, Nap- Google Maps, like just the name of the mountain that we were going to hike. And it did that thing where it sort of just drops you in the middle of the of nowhere. Like it wasn't the start of yeah. the track. <laughs> no. So then I was like, oh, I think we're in the wrong place. And then <laughs> realized that the track wasn't like the start of the track wasn't too far. It was about 15 minutes up the road, but that was the other side of the mountain. And we wanted to be on the opposite side (laughs) so we had a real fun adventure 40 minute drive around to the other side and then we started our hike (laughs) did you do Mount Karioi yep that's the one yeah I thought I saw you tag Raglan I was like oh I wonder (laughs) so we were on the wrong side of the mountain and then had to drive around it was a really beautiful road though I have absolutely no regrets um and also had absolutely no idea what to expect from the hike. So, <laughs> was, did you, did you like the ropes and chains? <laughs> I don't think I've been on a track with ropes and chains that challenging. Like I've I've done it before, and it's always like kind of exciting. But usually, like the ropes and chains will be over rock. But at Mount Karyo, yeah. it was like over mud, dirt. Fortunately, like yeah. it it wasn't too muddy. It had been dry, but. The day after we did the hike, I cannot imagine what it would be like because it was like a thunderstorm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was pretty tough. I was yeah. really tempted to turn around, and usually I've got Isaac with me who makes me keep going. Um, but my girlfriend oh, was kind I of like, oh, if you want to turn around, we can do that. And so I had to <laughs> mentally motivate myself. Um, but we saw this old couple coming down from the hike, and I was like, well, if they can do it, I think I yeah. can do it. <laughs> That's always really good motivation, eh? Some of the hikes I've done, I've seen these like little old ladies with a pack that like guys with them. They're like going up this hill, and I had one hike in the South Island, and there was a little old lady going up there with a massive pack, and she was like, "Oh, you're struggling with that, you know? It's all about the breathing. Just breathe." And I'm sitting there like panting. She's not even breaking a sweat, and I was like, "Dude, if she can do it, I can get up this hill." Oh, it's it's honestly because I'm a really slow hiker and I I hike for the views and I don't love the walking part of it but I'm like I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that at like 40 50 like if I'm already struggling at 24 <laughs> honestly oh, there's no hope for me together. I'm a slow hiker too <laughs> oh good okay and we'll I'm have like, to pencil something in after well, this so yeah we should <laughs> Uh, well talking about hikes um one of your favorite locations is Taranaki and there's a whole bunch of tracks on Mount Taranaki so how many how many of those have you done um I think I've done most of them so uh the the key ones that I've done is the Puakai circuit absolutely love that Mm -hmm. um I also did the short version the Mangare track which takes you just to the Tans okay um so that one's pretty cool as well. Um, I'm not a fan of the fact they've boardwalked the whole thing, but I guess for beginners right. it's much easier now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I felt like the, the boardwalks, they, they spaced them a little bit too far apart, so it was just kind of annoying for me. Um, but beautiful track, like beautiful views in the Goblin Forest. Um, the, another one of my favourites is Syme Hut, which is uh-huh. kind of on the other side of Taranaki. It's on um, Phantom's Peak. Yeah. Um, that one's about five hours, I think. Um, okay. And the views up from Syme Hut, absolutely stunning like yeah. you can see the whole that whole circle around the mountain yeah um, yeah definitely one of my favorites um we did it in the middle of winter uh and it was just like icy had to get out my crampons it was super steep um 
but the views from the top and the sun like bouncing off all the ice crystals and things at the top is so stunning. Like, Honestly, some it. of my favorite like New Zealand photos are from Saimhae, especially yeah, in so winter. <laughs> like it looks incredible. Have you done the yeah. um around the mountain track? I think there's like a five day or something that you can do all the way yeah. around. You've done yeah, that. Yeah, no, well? I haven't done that one yet. Um, haven't had haven't had enough time off yet to do it. Um, but it's definitely on the bucket list. Yeah. Um, I did do the the detour to Lake Dive, which is on the track. Okay. Um, but then I yeah. found in 2020 the hut burnt down and there was arson oh, no. or something, and so Docs decided not to rebuild it, which is really sad. Oh, um, that's a real so shame. I definitely still have to do it, but you'll have to take a tent now. So yeah. So <laughs> yeah. um, tell me about the Pukai circuit. Which which way did you do it? Did you start at the um, North Egmont Visitor Centre? Yeah, we did. So um, yeah, we started at North Egmont, um, and we went up first. So we did the um from North Egmont the Holly Hut track. Okay. Um, yeah. Which kind of goes up towards the mountain and then down to Holly Hut, and then from Holly Hut to Pukai Hut and then up to Maud Peak, I think it is, and then down the valley and back out. Um, this will be really be honest, interesting because yeah. <laughs> um, I've done it the opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> so we will, yeah, it will be really interesting notes. to compare. Yeah. yeah, okay, so keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, um, I actually I kind of regretted it do, doing it the way around we did because the last day, so we – um, yeah, we went to Holly Hut first and we stayed the night at Pukai Hut. Um, okay. At the time it was like non-bookable, so you could just yeah. like rock up and stay. Um, now I think you have to book the hut in advance, which is quite good because um, we went, it was completely full <laughs> and we had to like cram ourselves into the beds. Oh, um, funny. But, yeah, so on the second day we walked from Pukai Hut back out to North Egmont. Um, yeah. And I kind of regretted doing it that way because I it was really nice. Um, the views were amazing. We got to Maud Peak. But then it was super steep going downhill. Right. Um, and you probably experienced this going uphill the other way. Yes. <laughs> um, but going downhill, it was really, really hard on my knees. Um, and I, don't I can't remember if there were stairs like, in that section. So my, my friend did it recently um, and she said it's all stairs now. Um, but when oh, I did it, there was no stairs at all. It was like just roots and mud. Okay. Um, and it was super slippery. I think there was a couple of like metal um, sets of stairs that you had to go yeah. down, but most yeah. of it was just roots and mud. Um, yeah, it took a while for my knees to recover. <laughs> mm. No, that's super but, interesting. Yeah. So the we... track itself, though, like, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, all good. We started at North Egmont as well and then did it anti-clockwise. So we took a tent because I really wanted to camp with yes. with the with the mountain. And I'm pretty sure I saw your photo of this and I was like, I am doing that. We are carrying a tent. <laughs> um, so we did that. And it was also Easter weekend, so I think the hut was probably fully booked out. Um, and because yep. we're spontaneous, we do not plan anything in advance. We kind of just look where the sun oh, shines and decide to go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was that track. They had actually just done track maintenance, so they had widened it a bit. I think it would have been quite okay. overgrown before that, um, and quite narrow. But they had just like pulled all the bush back a bit, so that was that was nice. I do remember it being like oh, really, yeah. really steep uphill, and I had to take quite a few breaks. Um, 
and then it's quite frustrating when you've done all this altitude and then you've got those like steep ladders coming down the and other it side. Goes down again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I totally feel that. I hate it when you get to the top somewhere and then all of a sudden it just goes downhill and you know it's just going to go yeah. up again. Yeah. <laughs> like what and a way. Then, um, that first day we went past the tarns and it was like the end of the day. I, I think it took us like seven or eight hours I don't remember exactly but it was definitely on the longer end of what it should be um I was just so over it we like I looked at the tarn and I was like that's a pathetic little lake (laughs) (laughs) um it was super windy it was Easter weekend there were all these people here I was just like not impressed at all um they were also like just building the new boardwalk which wasn't quite finished but they'd ripped up the old one so we had to like jump across the the like (gasps) planks across the track with a pack on it's not a great experience um The reason we actually did the track in that direction is because I wanted to have a contingency. <laughs> we were going to do the circuit in two days, but I was like, if if I need an out, I can like walk back down to the car park down. What was the name True, of that yeah. other track? Uh, Mangare so, track. I think. Yeah, so that's like two hours back out. Yeah, um, and we had some friends that were in the region the same weekend, so I'm just like, can you guys pick us up if we need it and drive us back? <laughs> but um, that is such a good plan. Yeah, yeah, because I think you can you can do it as like the Pukai crossing, or yeah. you can do it as like the circuit. So, yeah, that was our first day. <laughs> um, oh, I love that. I have to say, I, I'm the same as you. When I got to the Tars, I was so disappointed with how small it was. <laughs> like you see all those photos from people, and it looks like a massive lake <laughs> with the mountain in the background. And you get there, and you're like, "Wow, that's a piddly little pond." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where I'm crushing everyone's hopes and dreams that are listening to this. (laughs) Yeah, it's still worth it, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was, I don't know if I went back in the morning. That was my plan to like go back in the morning and hope for better um, because it was super windy. But I think, I think it was all cloudy the next morning. So it wasn't worth it anyway. So I don't even have any pictures of the chance, (laughs) but um, it'll have to be a trip for another time. No, I find I find sunrise and sunset is usually the best time to view the tarns. Um, because okay. it does get quite busy during the day. There's a lot of people. Um, but both times that I've been, because the second time I went, I camped, which was way better than staying in the hut. Would definitely recommend camp at the top. Um, the second time I went, both times I went, um, we stayed for the sunset and then the sunrise the next day. And there was like yeah. maybe one or two other people um, that were just setting up their cameras for long exposures and things. Um, it was definitely much better to be there than during the day when there's like heaps of people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. That is just what I was going to ask. Um, did you have good weather when you did Pukai Circuit? Could you see the mountain? Yeah, we did. Um, I actually really lucked out and it was actually one of the times I didn't plan so much in advance. Um, we had a long weekend and I can't even remember what weekend it was. It was. It must have been um, Queen's birthday because it was like yeah. June um, and we just looked at where on the North Island the weather was going to be good. And then I kind of looked at my spreadsheet. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can do this this hike. It's nice. super overnight. Um, yeah, we drove down on the Friday night, um, stayed the night in Stratford um, on Friday night, started early oh, on awesome. the Saturday um, and yeah. did the circuit in two days. And we totally lucked out. We're, we were able to see the mountain the whole time. Um, That's amazing. That I think so. 
it's I think it's definitely a weather dependent hike it's much better when you can see the mountain the whole time yeah and Taranaki is known for being quite a shy mountain yep so very touchy (laughs) takes a bit of luck and I guess a bit of preparation for checking the weather forecast yep Um, so did you stay at Holly Hut that first night or you sort of walked past? Yeah, we walked past and stayed at Kuakai. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had it in my mind that, like, if it was going to take too long, we could stay at Holly Hut. Um, mm. But by the time we got there, it was only, like, 1 o'clock or something, and so we yeah. just kept going. Because I think you can also do the circuit as a three-day and stay at Holly Hut, but it doesn't quite seem worth it for me because it's only, like, it's two quite and, a short distance two and a half hours between, between the two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I have heard from somebody is that there is a, like, there's like a little detour you can do um, from Puakai Hut and it's like a, an hour return or something and it goes up one of the peaks um, and the view from up there is pretty the nice. Pukai Summit. That one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I never did that one, um, but I think next time I go I'll have to. Yeah, no, that sounds so cool. I love, I love how much there is to do in Taranaki as well. And I think the first time I went, well, we were in New Plymouth and I didn't realize how big like the park is. And I was just <laughs> like, cool, like Dawson Falls, like Pukai Tans, Wilkie's Pool, like they'll all be right next to each other, but they are not. <laughs> no, it's like an hour to drive between the two. I was surprised yeah. the first time as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and having, like, there's a few different places that you can start as well, like the North Egmont Visitor Centre, quite a few tracks start from there, but then there's also the Mangare Car Park. Yeah. Yeah, the Mangare Car Park. And then there's um, not North Egmont, but there's, there's another place you can start from as well. I can't remember the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's, there's heaps to do. Um, do you have any tips for people that want to do the Pukai circuit? Any things to pack? Um, yeah, it depends if you're camping or, like, staying in the hut, I guess. Um, mm. But just if you're doing an overnight um, hike, pretty much your standard um, overnight essentials. Um, we did do it in June, so it did get quite cold. So yeah. definitely recommend like the extra extra thermals, beanies, gloves. Um, I keep forgetting my gloves all the time, and I regret it so much because I get really oh, cold. No. <laughs> um, but the cool thing about doing it in June is like there was much less people on the track, and that top mm. section between um, North Edmund and Holly Hart actually had snow on it, which was really cool. Oh wow, that's really um, cool. But yeah, I think I forgot my gloves, so don't forget your gloves, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was that section from North Egmont to Holly Hut like in the direction that you walked? Yeah, it was quite good. I mean, from North Egmont it was it was pretty gradual incline um mm-hmm. up onto the mountain. Um yeah, like I said, there was a bit of snow along the track, so it was a little bit slippery in places. Um yeah. but they hadn't boardwalked anything, so it was all um, okay. kind of just open track uh when I did it. Um but from what I hear it is all boardwalk now, so it's um, Okay bit safer like if it's snowing and yeah. stuff like that you don't have to be worried about slipping yeah. um i would also recommend like taking hiking poles if you have poles um i didn't take I any second when i that. went i second but that they are such a help right <laughs> yeah i can't remember if i had hiking poles that time but i definitely would have used them if i did yeah mm. i definitely would have liked having them for downhill at least mm-hmm. um 
But even like I find the hiking poles, they really help kind of distribute your weight as well. So your back's not as sore and yeah. your legs are not as fast. I go a little bit faster. Yeah. As a slow hiker, any amount of speed is, is important. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to think. I think one of the other sections of track that I struggled with was um, – from Pukai Hut down to Holly Hut, that downhill was quite a lot steeper than I was expecting. So it would have been an uphill for you. But um, yeah, there's a lot of stairs was a in bit, that section. Yeah, lots of stairs, and I feel like the stairs were like very awkwardly spaced. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, I think I actually have a few photos from that section, and it was quite icy when we did it. Oh yeah, um, and they are quite weird, shady. Like, long. Yeah. And they're those weird long steps that you have to take like two steps every second step. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because I'm I remember short, just but. being really frustrated at that, like from this, and that was the start of our day. Um, oh, I was no. pretty grumpy <laughs> that second day because then it was across the valley. That was really cool, actually, going across the valley and we were like facing Taranaki and the clouds had started to clear, so it was all very pretty. Oh, cool. um, and it was quite cool to be like walking, I guess you're walking on Taranaki for the, for the rest of the day and we got to see it. But um, yeah, it was just like a gradual incline after that once you're through the valley. Yeah, not I, think on. Section, <laughs> <laughs> I think that section took us ages and it was mainly because I kept stopping for photos because with the mm. stairs going down and then the mountain in the background, it was like the ideal location. Um, yeah. But I do remember it being quite steep. Like there was a lot of stairs and I was I yeah. kept looking at the map going, oh, the hut's really close and it wasn't as close as I thought it was. Yeah. Is there also uh, a detour you can do from Holly Hut to like a waterfall or something? Or am I confusing yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't do that one either. Um, it was funny. Uh, when we got to Holly Hut, there was one other guy there and he – he was like, oh, yeah, the detour wasn't worth it. So we were like, okay, oh, we'll funny. keep going. <laughs> um, but I talked to somebody else recently and they were like, oh, yeah, it was quite cool. Like we went and had lunch there. So I think if I did it again, I'd probably stop This the is detour. a constant <laughs> like um, dilemma for me when I hike because there will always be these little detours, right, and it will be like maybe 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes off the track. But I just don't want to do any extra walking. But then like when you get home and when you're like recovered, you're just like, it was 10 minutes. Now like I have to walk for another five hours to get to that 10 minute detour. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, um, so yeah, many I'm, regrets. I'm I, I have some, oh man, I have some stories from Waikato Moana when we did that. Um, mm -hmm. We did every single detour you possibly could. And oh, that's I think amazing. We walked for like 37 kilometers in a day. I was so wow. exhausted by the end of it. But I kept telling myself, I was like, I don't want to have to do this whole thing again just to do this yeah. little detour to the waterfall. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Um, but, yeah, regretted my, um, my like, enthusiasm for all the detours when we arrived at the hut at, like, half past 11 p.m. Um, and oh. I didn't have a head torch with me. It had died. And I was, was that in my summer cell phone or winter? Like, it was summer, so okay. it wasn't yeah. cold or anything. Yeah. Um, I'd only been dark for like two hours, but yeah, would would not recommend. <laughs> not recommend leaving it that late. If I'd left a bit earlier in the day, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, how long did it take? How how many hours of walking were you doing on the Pukai circuit? I think the first day from North Egmont to um, the Pukai hut, I think it took mm -hmm. us about seven to seven and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't do the detour to the waterfall, so that would have yeah. shaved off a little bit of time. Um, and then the last day 
back from Puakai to the North Egmont car park. I think it was about five, maybe five and a half hours. Okay. Oh, um, I think that's quite a lot quicker than me doing it in the other direction um, for that yeah, section. Yeah, most of it was downhill as well. Yeah. Um, so it cut a little bit of time yeah. off. I think it was a solid seven hours for each day, maybe seven and a half on the second. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about the same from Puakai out again. Um, okay. But then going the other way, yeah, all the downhill cut off a little bit yeah. of time. It was yeah. also apparently there was there was a bad weather front coming in, so I was I was trying to hurry up a little bit. Oh yeah. We, <laughs> Not we totally to be missed caught it. In that. I think we'd already been driving for like an hour, and then the rain hit. And we were like, well, we're glad okay. we didn't get caught in that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me about Syme Hut as well. I haven't done Syme. It's definitely on the bucket list, but I feel like I need a bit more winter experience to do it in winter. And I also am not a fan of scree slopes, so <laughs> it's on the bucket yeah, so- list, but it's not too <laughs> high up, you know? Would highly recommend it. Um, I hate scree. I, yeah. I will avoid scree at all costs. This is why I do a lot of winter hiking because I hate scree. <laughs> um, Syme Hut is, yeah, probably one of my favorite winter hikes that I've ever done. Um, it's definitely quite technical, though, in winter, mm. so you definitely need to have experience using crampons, ice axe, um, like self-arrest skills and things like that because it, it gets super steep with just the amount of snow. Um, the slope was really steep. I was actually quite surprised with how steep it was, um, but the good thing is there's no, like, cliff edges that you can, like, if you okay. slip and you know how to self-arrest, you don't have to be worried about falling off cliff or something because it just yeah. it's straight all the way down um but yeah it was definitely uh, a little bit more technical than it looked from the bottom right. um and be prepared for lots of stairs like so many stairs i think the first two hours from the car park to the snow line it's just all stairs wow it was a lot especially with an overnight pack you mm. just keep going upstairs and your legs are sore and <laughs> um and you get to the top and just before the snow line there's the turn off to go to Lake Dive, which kinda goes um okay. around the side and then there's the way up to Syme Hut. Um and yeah, I think it I think it took us about four to five hours the first time we did it. Um, which is much longer than I think it would take me now or much longer than I expected at the time. Right. Um but I think I was caught off guard a little bit with how steep the, the snow slope mm. was. And so I was just really taking my time, like making sure I had mm. good footing, um, yeah. using the ice axe and things. Did you do but that by yourself or cool. did you have someone else with you as well? Oh, no, I had my husband with me. So, yeah, um, yeah it was definitely not I, – I don't think I'd do a technical winter climb on my own either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just having somebody there to kind of – support you but but you know also having somebody that you can complain to when your legs are sore (laughs) make sure they keep you going um but also just if something happens just for safety um, yeah i just feel much more secure having somebody else yeah Um, so have you done it in a cool cool hike yeah sorry (laughs) no you're all good um have you done it in summer as well no, I haven't done Sign Hut in summer. Um, okay. The idea of Scree's kind of put me off. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I feel like um, Scree is have, one step forward and two steps back, isn't it? Oh, uh, it is. And it's fine going – like sometimes it's fine going up. I've done the Taranaki Summit um, in okay. like summer or 
autumn um, before there was a lot of snow. Um, yeah. That has a lot of scree as well. Um, and it was actually okay going up. But coming back down on the steep scree, like, I fell over so many times. I feel like you just need to take a piece of cardboard up with you and slide down on your bum. Honestly, Is yeah. Is that possible? Can I do that when I when I do this? You, you know, you probably can. We When we went up to Sime Hut, there was a guy with a snowboard. He just lugged the snowboard oh, yeah? all the way to the top, stayed in the hut, and then snowboarded the way down. I was like, hey, that's how to do it. That's amazing. I need to find this guy and get him on the podcast. I feel right? like yeah. <laughs> not that many people would have snowboarded down from Syme Hut. <laughs> what a cool story. I don't story. even know who he was, eh? He just kind of waved <laughs> on his way down. He was like, see ya. <laughs> well, if anyone know who this who this is, please send me a message. Um, yes. <laughs> need to have need to have a chat. <laughs> yeah, definitely the coolest thing I've seen. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, how far from Syme Hut is Taranaki Summit? Yeah, um, so when I did the summit, I, so there's two ways, two routes to the summit, I think. Okay. Um, I think it will, from Sime Hut, it will probably take another maybe three hours to get to the summit. Oh, it's um, quite a lot. Yeah. I totally thought it was closer. I thought it was like 40 um, minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it though, so it might be much yeah. quicker. And all the mountaineers listening to this, they're probably like, oh, you guys are slow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when I did the summit, I we started from uh, must be North Egmont. Um, the North Egmont Visitor Center, I think so. Okay. I'm just trying to think if it was actually that. Um, because there's a, there's another route that you can take, and that only took us about four hours to the summit. Okay. Um, four and a half maybe. Yeah. Um, that's and that's I, that's good. the easier way to go. That's how most people get to the summit because yeah. it's cold. Um, so you got marker poles to get up there. Okay, I was just about to ask thing. if it was marked or not. Um, yeah. Can the you see the poles Sime in winter as well? Uh, it depends how much snow there is. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they removed them, um, unlike on Ropehu. But okay. Um, yeah, it depends how much snow there is. But it's like uh, Taranaki. The good thing about about the mountain is it's quite straight up and down. It's mm. unlike Ropehu, where there's like ridges and valleys and things that you can yeah. get lost in. Yeah. Um, Taranaki's pretty straight. It's just you can see the top as you're going yeah. up. So. That's really cool. Oh well, I'm excited. Yeah. It's honestly Taranaki is one of my favorite regions. Um, it was like. I was so, so keen to go there and I was really stoked when we got to do Pukai Circuit the first time. And it's actually not that far from Auckland. Like No, it's not too bad. It's yeah, I like I keep going back. I just love the yeah. love the region. Yeah. Um and like the views from up in the mountain are just crazy. Yeah. Sign hut was just like we stayed in the hut overnight. The sunrise was amazing. So good. Again, we got mm. really good weather. Um, you can see as far as Ruapehu and Tongariro, can't you? Yeah. On a clear day. Yeah. I actually got to see Taranaki yep. this weekend um, oh, from cool. Mount Karioi. It was like this oh, little, awesome. little triangle of white snow on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is that a cloud or is that Mount Taranaki? I'm like, no. Nah. We'll say it's Mount Taranaki. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love how far you can see on a clear day. It's, um, Absolutely. Yeah, makes for some awesome photos as well. I, I also just love sort of like looking at a landscape and trying to pick out what everything is and like, oh, is that Mount Te Aroha or I don't know, just picking everything up in the landscape and 
it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah, to get your bearings. <laughs> Before we wrap up, do you have a New Zealand bucket list location or a dream trip that you want to do? You've got a whole spreadsheet of them. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I, was, I, I looked at this um, – yeah, I looked at this question a bit earlier and I was like, oh, I don't really have a bucket list, but I've got mm. like an entire spreadsheet of bucket lists. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it, it's so hard to just choose one location Absolutely. that I want to do. Um, I would say like... Everyone hates this question, which is why I love asking it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I would say probably my at the moment and this will probably change as as we go mm-hmm. through but my number one like bucket list thing that is absolutely out of my league at the moment but I definitely want to do it is um climbing Mitre Peak and Milford oh, Sound yeah, yeah. Uh, that doesn't have much of a track absolutely absolutely <laughs> so keen to do that it looks like such a cool challenge the views are insane at the top yeah um I definitely need to get a bit fitter before I do it yeah that sounds <laughs> um, so cool but yeah have you yeah, um, talked to anyone else who's done it? No, I haven't, but I've been obsessed with watching people's YouTube videos okay. who have done it. And yeah. I'm like, this is just crazy. love that you yeah. have to kayak it and you can, like, be halfway up and then um, do the summit. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it, look, it looks really awesome. No, that's um, really I'm, cool. I'm kind of a little bit addicted to climbing mountains now, so I've, I've climbed, like, <laughs> most of the North Island peaks and I'm mm. just going to start some south island ones <laughs> oh there is so much in the south island day eh? like you can just spend days in the it's back country crazy. it's yeah honestly yeah, i'm gonna have to move there at some point honestly <laughs> honestly so many of my friends have moved down recently and i'm getting so much fomo still being in auckland but um we have taranaki up here so they're messing that's, out on that's that true. we do and we have Tongariro <laughs> and all that and yeah, yeah they're totally missing out <laughs> totally <laughs> Um, do you want to plug all your social channels, let people know where they can find you, um, where they can connect with you, where they can see all your stunning photos? Yeah. Um, so I'm currently just on Instagram and TikTok. So it's at Christina wants. Um, yeah. And you can find me on Instagram. I've just started a TikTok account. Um, but yeah, that's where I kind of just share all my photos and some tips from my adventures and cool places to visit. So, yeah. I highly, highly recommend following Christina if you enjoy hiking because she's got a whole spreadsheet. She's (laughs) halfway through it and working through the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for your thank you so much for your time this evening it's been so cool to hear your experience of pukai circuit especially because you did it the other way around from me um and a different time of year as well because when we did it it was sort of autumn there was no snow on the mountain at all um yeah oh yeah thank you so much for inviting me this is such a cool idea i'm so excited to listen to your other episodes and things um yeah so cool I'm so excited. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me along as well. I loved getting to swap notes with Christina and talk about the Pukai circuit track with her. Taranaki is such a beautiful region and hiking is one of the best ways to get up close to the Moonga and experience it. Since there's so many different tracks that you can do, I hope this episode gave you an idea of some of the options. I'm also keen to do Sime Hut after that chat. A visit to Taranaki is always a great idea, but make sure you check the weather forecast first. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and coming along for the ride. If you love the show and enjoyed listening, please take the time to leave a review on Apple or Spotify. I would also love to connect with you, so send me a DM on Instagram or leave me a voice message, and I can't wait to see you next time. Until then, keep adventuring.